Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. You're listening to the Shitlux Podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Shirlux Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Harriet Russell. Hodge, Sarah, who are you? I, know, I yeah. can't say Sarah who Temple. Are you? Yeah. That's weird. Every time I go to email you, I'm like, hey, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go but with... I've got Hodge. Oh, have you? Email. You can do both. Um, Hodge Templeman. <laughs> Heather Steele, hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. How's everyone doing? Yeah, good. There's a bit of laggy floating around this office. I know, me and Heather are a bit down on our luck, aren't we? But yeah. we're going to struggle I'm through. Post, well, I think I'm post-lurgy, but a bit, still got a bit of a raspy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Really Compared to this not... time last week, I feel fucking great. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. I really don't want to catch this. You. Yeah. you said you're dosing up on vitamin C. Yeah, there's this thing. Tor got sent it. There's, they do a snooze one and a vitamin C one, and it's a tablet you take. I, we use them. We use them every night to sleep, actually. And then there's the a vitamin C tablet, and you eat it. And and I took. I felt a bit ooh yesterday, a bit throaty. And I took one yesterday, and I took one this morning. I feel fine. Oh great! I'll put I'll I'll put the link in the show. When notes. you say you eat it, you eat it. Yeah, like you chew, chew it. it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's it nice? weird. Yeah, it's fine. The um, I'm really enjoying the Vida Glow, who were on the podcast a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. There's like literally burst they're like Ooh. remember when you were like a child yeah. and you had a vitamin <laughs> like it's like a jelly capsule that bursts in your mouth it's really quite fun that is so fun good. anything to get you to take well there you go it works exactly yeah. um happy post barbie day to three of us yeah. i don't want like it's difficult because i know a lot of people have got barbie fatigue and they kind of had it even before mm. it came out because of the wild marketing around the film um but we can't not talk about it and we record our podcast on a monday so a few of us did see it over the course of the weekend so apologies if you've heard about it to death but we are going to be talking about Barbie and um, but Heather first you saw Oppenheimer this weekend I did oh my god so we'll talk about Barbie afterwards mm. but I went on my own to see Barbie on Saturday and then went to go see Oppenheimer yesterday morning and yeah it's yeah like one of the best films I've ever seen <gasps> wow it's really so good like everything really? everything I can't fault it at all it's like a 10 out of 10 wow. for me it's just so good like the casting killian murphy <sighs> like so the acting yeah. anyway is amazing the set the sound like if it doesn't win oscar for like best sound editing then i, I like honestly i don't know what else wow. would even be up for it the pacing because i mean it is three hours long but it doesn't feel it and like mm-hmm. the way the story unfolds and because it is obviously christopher nolan who's done like inception and stuff like that tenet so he's got it's not like either of those films at all, but just the storytelling and some of the flashbacks and the way the whole thing sort of goes from start to finish is really, really clever, oh. but not like in a, ooh, this is clever kind mm. of way. It's just yeah. really gripping. Like even when the bomb has gone off, there's still another hour after that. And when it happens, you're like, oh, there's still an hour. What's going to happen? Mm. But it's just so fascinating how it all unfolds because, like, sorry for those who don't know Oppenheimer is the true story of Mr. Oppenheimer or Professor yeah, Oppenheimer so yeah. J, yeah J Robert Oppenheimer was the scientist who created the uh, atomic bomb 
Okay. So it's about his life. But it's mainly centred on the sort of the war effort and his sort of crew of physicists who kind of helped him and then I guess the kind of moral dilemma between being one of the greatest scientists of your time doing something scientific versus the moral implications of you know the people like the president of the United States who makes that decision about whether to actually use what you've done is it long it's three hours but but it's not boring (laughs) and it's not like a serious boring history film or anything it's interesting that that you say that because American Vogue on their podcast the run through they the one of the journalists walked out she was so bored she needs to get a life whoever that is (laughs) (laughs) she described it as three hours of men talking it's not though like I read all that stuff before like oh my god there isn't a woman in it until 20 minutes it's like so what yeah that doesn't that's the the time time. like you can't just like add people in who weren't there just to like make your film like better Mm. feel relevant in 2023 and like some of the women in it emily blunt who plays his wife is amazing and she's in loads of scenes Mm. and has like a real powerful presence like i don't think it's like oh man or anything like that Mm -hmm. having seen it at all it's just honestly i can't stress enough how much you need to see it in the cinema. Like, okay. I can't imagine watching that at home and having the same experience. Uh, okay, that's good Just to know. go for a massive wee beforehand. <laughs> Don't have a giant good Pepsi yeah. and just go for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some people walked out three times to go for a wee. I'm like, oh, you're missing, <laughs> missing the, yeah, you're missing the crucial detail. <laughs> well, I imagine it is quite detail-oriented, I It is, imagine. but it's not boring. Like, that's what I mean, because it, it's Christopher Nolan. Like, it's just so yeah. gripping mm. and everything's yeah. placed so perfectly. It's so, so mm. clever. Like. It's got so many of the cast from like the Batman series as well, which I'm not into superhero films at all. But the Batman series he did, I just think, is yeah. Oh, his Batman was incredible. Phenomenal. Like Agreed. so, Who's so good. Christian Bale. Christian oh yeah. Bale. Oh yeah. But that goes through. Yeah. yeah. With but, Michael Caine. And yes, exactly. Yeah. And Heath yeah. Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. Like even yeah, that, those with films anyone are like else. Unbelievable. Yeah. But there's so films. many people from that in it who keep cropping That's up. Cool. And yeah, no, honestly, I can't recommend it enough. Okay, it's good so to so know. good. Okay. I'd um, also really recommend if you haven't listened to it. It came out ages ago because we recommended it on the site, like probably in the middle of the pandemic, which is a podcast called The Bomb. And oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, the episodes. I think there are eight, and they're only about half an hour each, so it's not a massive investment. And it takes you through the complete history, like from early 1930s and how it's really the Germans that discover nuclear fission. Yeah, first. yeah, that's in the film too. Yeah, exactly. And then that sort of sparks this race, um, and it takes you through sort of who the key players are, which probably won't feature in this film they probably won't get their due because everything they're doing is like a decade earlier. Possibly. Um, Einstein's in it quite a few times. Yeah. It was a surprising pop-up. I don't, I don't think I even knew until now that Einstein was such a contemporary, really. I yeah. sort of figured he was long gone, but yeah. He pops up. Oh, um, what? Isn't he was alive then? Yeah, oh, yeah living in the United States. Yeah, it's true. States. I could never, I could never yeah. date Einstein for you. No. That's yeah. interesting. Right. But that's why it's funny because you're like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like there. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he and yeah. Oppenheimer like, work at Princeton after mm. the war. So You were talking about that podcast. Yeah, it's called The Bomb, mm-hmm. and it's a BBC production. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Sounds or Apple Podcasts, okay. but I'd highly recommend if you want sort of, if you see the film and want more, mm-hmm. or you want to sort of get a bit of context before you go, yeah. mm-hmm. either. Okay. I reckon watch the film first if you don't know what's going to happen, just to mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. soak it all up. Um, sorry, can we also talk about a Sunday morning cinema trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the best that's bit. That's nice. I said it this morning, yeah. didn't I, to the oh, desk. Same. So, I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this screening was at 11.20, so I'd had a nice big breakfast mm-hmm. at home got there and then yeah three hour film had some what are they called those magic stars those Milky Way magic stars oh, oh yeah, yeah I love those which I hadn't had in school. about yeah. oh, they were really good mm. and yeah just three hours yeah. and then came out and it was like 
half tea, three o'clock. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. you've got your day. Fun. Exactly. Yeah. Had friends round for True. a really late lunch. Oh, and nice. Then they'd gone by like half seven, watched the US, no, not US traitors, Aussie traitors. Which oh, right. Is, Any good? Uh, no. Good Sunday night telly okay. where you just watch the best thing you've ever watched in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing else is going to live Exactly. Um, but no, I would heartily recommend it. Okay. I would do that again. What An early morning Sunday? cinema yeah. trip. Love that idea. Yeah. Um, electric um, cinemas have historically always done like a breakfast cinema, Sunday oh, breakfast cool. cinema thing. And I think it's, cool. yeah, it's quite nice, like a 9.30 or something. Yeah, oh, like not to too up. early. Yeah. So you deserve your Sunday morning light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really nice. You yeah. should do that. That is the thing about having children. Yeah. yeah. Going to the cinema is... Like we never go to the cinema because yeah. I wouldn't wait to babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, or if you're gonna yeah. do that, you'll be going out with mates or going yeah. to exactly. dinner or something. Yeah. I can't. I literally can't remember the last time. Yeah, you can't justify it. No. Do your yeah. kids not enjoy the cinema? Themselves? No, I'm go with them. What's that like? Well, you have to see absolutely ten. So he he we lost Indiana Jones with him. So it's good. Okay, that yeah, it's that's good. Better, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, also, I was just having... I, I really enjoyed the Instagram grid post you put up this morning. And <laughs> talk, was it Maison Balzac, your shrimp? Yeah. Oh, my God, I I'm obsessed it. with them. Harriet said so that cool. were too sunny. I, know, I, oh, I, I love each other. I was like, I am obsessed with this glass. Yeah, it's basically an, a, an Aussie brand again. Uh, they do all the best homeware, don't they? And it's slowly coming over so here. So it's like a martini glass with a shrimp. Mm-hmm. A glass, like a glass shrimp, shrimp attached. Coming, yeah. So it's like a prawn cocktail yeah. thing oh with a permanent God, shrimp. So cheap. But yeah, I've only got one because they're really expensive. This is mine. I've got that one. <laughs> one there's a, a brand called the glass oh i'm gonna get it wrong the glass studios anyway we'll put it in the notes yeah. and um i they're 85 pounds yeah. so i have one yeah. and i just use it as a vase instead also <laughs> yeah. i was like it could be a nut bowl or we can put some olives in yeah. but then i had my one drink in it like you can have that glass yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but i'm very like worried about smashing it so yeah it's oh, really yeah. let's see how long it lasts i'm quite okay. clumsy okay but yeah no i like it nice Hodge, what have you been up to we we had a family wedding on Saturday, nice. which is really nice. It was such nice. awful Saturday weather. Was Saturday was terrible. My mum did say anyone who woke up on Sunday would be like cursing if they had got married. Oh, yeah. the day so before. true. Sunday was lovely. Oh, yeah. I felt oh. so sorry for her. She it was James's cousin's wedding, so they were, they're you know early thirties, um, and it was driving mm. rain like oh. from the church from arriving at the church to leaving the reception. And they, it was at her uh, parents' house, the reception, the marquee, and, and a gorgeous garden. And oh. we were just all, like, squashed. Shit. And it's <laughs> sort of funny. It makes you feel like you really want to give them a good time. Yeah, so it's, good is so it's also extra. good luck, isn't it? Rain and yeah. 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 That's what everyone kept saying to her. Mm. She was like, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and her <laughs> dress is soaking but up with water. she was so chilled. I was like, <laughs> I think she must have taken half a Xanax or yeah. something. Yeah. She was <laughs> so, like, it's fine. What did you wear? I wore, I didn't, a Zimmerman dress that I'd never worn. Oh, nice. Which, and then I got a, like a headband, but with a veil. Cute. Over it. That. I know. Everyone was like, wow, you're extra. What's <laughs> the heel situation, like with the, mm, the well, soggy ground? Heels. Ah. Um, but I met this really fun older woman there. She's like 60. And we sat down in the church and she was next to me. And she turned to me and she went, when you walked in, I said, now that is a fucking dress. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, you are going to be my new best friend. <laughs> um, but that. yeah, yeah, she was so nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, Okay, really so you fun. made a friend. Yeah, I made a friend. Okay, great. Uh, but we got, because we drank so much champagne and then 
we were really doing some proper dance moves and James and I were laughing because I was like, in my head, we looked really hot. But obviously, <laughs> we were so much older than everyone there. Aww. They must have been like, oh, wow. No, <laughs> I bet they loved it. Yeah. You give them hope. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm sure I was flashing my knickers. I was in the middle of the dance circle. I was like, oh my God, I went slightly. You went for it. Slightly. You know, when you have to just click and yeah. go, it's gone. I do have to say, watching my own parents dance is one of the most awful I like it. Oh, I think oh. if my parents didn't look hideously uncomfortable when they yeah. danced, I, would, I wouldn't mind. Both my but parents the think they're amazing singers and amazing dancers and they are neither. Oh, I wouldn't mind watching mine if, I th- if they thought they were good dancers. I think it's nice. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh no, but that's just a lot of clicking. Like, no, I'm not sure they my are. My parents are worse. Oh, okay. They're like real <laughs> gyrators. It's like, oh, please okay, stop yeah, that. That's, oh no, stop but they're that. divorced. Presumably they didn't gyrate together. No, not together. <laughs> that's almost worse. I don't need to see that's that. almost worse. <laughs> Doing it on your own. It's like, yeah. what? Jay was like, you were trying to climb me like a tree at one point. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, I never need to see my parents. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the kids, the kids weren't there, thank God. Yeah. They were being babysitters. Um, yeah. Harriet, what about you? What have you been up to? I mean, the main thing I did was see Barbie. All right, let's, so let's do it. we might as well. Can I just, before we talk about Barbie, let, let me just briefly talk about um, the Diva exhibition at the V&A, um, which I saw yesterday, which is... It's basically in two parts. The first is about the traditional diva, so mostly about opera divas, kind of how that became a thing in the you know nineteenth uh, century and and what that meant, and then how the word diva was kind of manipulated and bastardized to mean something, you know, somebody who was a bit of a diva in the yeah. way that we we know it now. Yeah. It's storytelling in and around the women who kind of encapsulated those various movements. So it goes from like those you know 1800s opera divas through to Marilyn Monroe and Pete you know that's kind of the basis for it and then the second floor is completely different and it's about like modern day divas and how we've re- kind of reclaimed that word and so that's where all the fabulous like that's everyone from Rihanna to Cher to Elton John oh, cool. to um to Freddie Mercury it's basically got fashion from Shirley Bassey I love all, it's all men of them. As well. yeah there's yeah. men as well which yeah. is really cool only yeah. only a few choice men but obviously like they do fit within that modern mm. version of yeah. what a diva is there's Lady Gaga there's Beyonce um so I'm not sure it's like the best curated exhibition I've ever been to it's quite they've like they've basically just taken a word and hooked almost two separate kind yeah. of yeah. catalogues mm-hmm. of clothing onto um onto the same word but i guess it's interesting to see kind of how that word has evolved and what mm-hmm. it means now mm-hmm. and um the second half is definitely more interesting than the first half um but yeah if you want to go and see some you know they've got met gala looks and oh, they've cool. got oscar looks and kind of yes some really especially like outlandish items from those people as well because obviously they're trying to demonstrate the Deverishness of them. So they've got um, Elton John, that incredible uh, kind of Baroque um, Rococo style look that he wore for his one of his big birthdays, you know, with the white curly wig. Oh, yes. The yes. kind of Louis Cannes yes. kind of yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and they've got, I'm sure there's lots of different references, but you know what I mean. And um, they've got... Yeah, a dress that Rihanna wore pregnant. Anyway, loads of oh, loads cool. of fabulous fashion. Fem. So it's not it's not hours worth of entertainment, but um, it's worth a look if you're mm-hmm. if you're into fashion. Yeah. All right, Barbie. Let's go, Harriet. <laughs> unleash. I'm annoyed I haven't seen it before this chat, but I can grasp it. I yeah, think. we're not gonna we're not gonna include spoilers. No. Okay. Um, no, I'll try and be as spoiler free yeah. as possible. Um, so what did you think? So sorry. Should we should we preface this by saying it came out on Friday, and for the most part the, re- the reviews have been glowing. Yeah. Like really, really yeah. glowing. Both mm-hmm. both kind of proper critical reviews and yeah. kind of social media. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth. 
I know. So part of me, I think, is maybe just disappointed off like unrealistic hype. Mm-hmm. Combine the reviews with the marketing and the premieres and everything, mm. and you just think, how could it have ever lived up to it? Mm-hmm. But I do genuinely think it's actually not very good. <laughs> yeah. So why is that? Um, so I told Heather this morning that I have one major actual issue and this is where I feel like I might get into spoiler territory Mm. so stop me Mm -hmm. but this is not a spoiler the film opens with a sequence that's very clever I think Mm -hmm. which is they are trying to position Barbie the original sort of 1950s Barbie as quite a modern revolution previously it was little girls playing with like dollies that were like babies Mm -hmm. and they're saying that Barbie when she arrived was really this like sexy modern reinterpretation that girls could play with and I was like yeah that's a really good point like I really hadn't thought about it that way so however the film then goes through and there are plenty of flaws that I'm sure you guys can pick up with in the middle but then at the end there is what is supposed to be quite a moving montage of sort of what it means to be human Mm. and well I think it's what it means to be a woman what it means to be a woman exactly Mm -hmm. this is you're feeding into my rage hang on so what it means to be a woman and and therefore what like the fullest human experience of being a woman is Mm. and she's barbie is being sort of led in this like vision and all the footage pretty much is about mothers and babies Mm, it was and i just sat there as a childless woman who Mm -hmm. faces quite a lot of like daily onslaught about like what do you mean you don't have children aren't you 34 like yeah you know like concern and you know we can talk about that for days Mm. but I just sat there and I was like sorry so you're saying if I don't have a child I'm not like fulfilling my womanhood or or even my just human mm. experience on this planet I do think that that so this is a montage of real those are real clips of real women and I think that quite a lot of it was childhood which maybe could be interpreted as motherhood but it was just of children the first first image though is of a woman nursing her baby Mm. and then the rest of it yes you're right there's Mm. like flashes of childhood so i was waiting for it to like come to this climax of like these children these young girls are going to grow up into like you're going to watch them graduate from college. Mm. You're going to watch them become oh God, you're president. So right. You're yeah. going to watch them become astronaut. Yeah, yeah exactly. None of that. Yeah. And there was, there was none, none of, of it. It just stopped at like nine years old and like more mums like hugging their children. Mm. I was like, and then Barbie like opens her eyes and she's like, yes. As in like, that's what I want. I'm yeah. like, great. Mm. So the whole like, and they're really like, it's a feminist mm. absolute bash over the head. Like there's absolutely no subtlety what to it whatsoever. And there are parts of it that are done really well. America Ferrera has this really quite powerful monologue I halfway through. Monologue. Me too. Mm. There were little girls in my in my cinema clapping. Yeah. And I was like, this oh, is so heartwarming. Wow. Like, and she amazing. talked, it's a monologue about... Uh, kind of what how hard being a woman is you and know you have to yeah the contradictions mm-hmm. like you have to be feminine but not too feminine you yeah. have to be like you know a skinny boss, but, but not, not actually mean. you can't yeah. actually be skinny and you have to still be able to eat but you have to still be skinny like you know yeah, it's yeah. Those, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. and she goes on and on and on and you're yeah. just like fuck this and you realize true. this is like it is yeah hard. it just like it's doesn't so end yeah yeah and it's it's brilliant and like i say the little girls are applauding in my cinema so there are hints of it yeah. in the film where you're like they've got this messaging and mm. they're going to wring it dry but it's it's important and then the end montage is mm. the most important thing you can do with your life is be a mother. That's mm. so funny. Why and I sort of look that? at you knowing you're a mother and I'm not meaning to no, say no, that no. mothers aren't valuable. Of course they but are. But it's not what we, it's, it doesn't define you. It, well, or also it can define you if that's what, how you yeah. wish yeah. to be yeah. defined. It's great, it's, but it's yeah. your choice, right? I felt like yeah. the point they were making mm. was yeah. that womanhood is like to be fulfilled is motherhood. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, how mm. are we still like, 
in this space. Mm, like it drives yeah. me mental. Heather, you also weren't a fan. I don't know. I really wanted to like it because I love Greta so much. Yeah. I loved yeah. all her past films, yeah. and I thought, oh, what a great cast, what a great idea. It's yeah. going to be fun. I was obsessed with Barbies when I was younger. Like they Me were too. my mates. Mm. I loved them. Yeah. But I don't know. It was, I just found it really boring. Uh, didn't really go anywhere. Didn't think. Like everyone's like Ryan Gosling's gonna get an act, uh, gonna not. get an Oscar for this performance, and I was like, oh, I did think he was. He's not he Oscar worthy because it's a comedy no, performance. No, no, yeah. but, it's, but, but it was get Oscars for comedy. But I just didn't I think it was that funny. I don't know. Honestly, everyone was like laughing in the cinema, and I was just like. See, no one in my cinema laughed out loud. There was a lot oh. of like, there was a lot of like, <laughs> like, you know, when he's flexing and mm, like yeah. doing all these funny things, everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, like, mm. but there was no like rolling around oh, on the floor. This is so funny. there was quite a lot of that in mine. And I was like, what yeah, am I missing I here? Like, I just didn't connect with it. And I don't know what it was or why, but yeah. I just didn't, I don't know, just didn't I didn't really get his like anything. dance sequences either. Well, but, okay, so this amazing. was, that was yeah. my big problem with the movie. The, okay, the, the soundtrack was shite, I think. Unbelievably oh, I quite, bad. Oh, I quite like the soundtrack. Oh, no, I thought oh, it was dreadful. No, I thought it was dreadful. Okay. What, are there lots of dancing? No! no. This is what's so strange. So, <laughs> but wait for it. So, Okay, the things that I liked, I thought that the costumes and the sets yes, were the costumes are immaculate. But even the costumes, I was bored of because of this whole campaign beforehand. It felt mm. like we've seen, it. We've seen so Fatigue. many cool things, so it's, I wasn't yeah. awed by it because well, we'd already seen. And it. I also thought it took about half an hour for me to see a single moment in the film that I hadn't seen trailer yeah, as well. Like I was true, like, yeah. I get it, yeah, you're yeah, going to the yeah. real world. Come on, crack on. Yeah. Um, but I did think it was all and like her wardrobe and then like yeah. you know the Chanel bits and like you know there's a lot of product placement in this. Yeah. Oh my god, when she pulled the Chanel bag out I, I was like well done Kate but even at the yeah. very beginning that Chanel when she's the, the first scene when she goes to her wardrobe there's all yeah. these Chanel bags and it's amazing oh. um, anyway so I, and I thought the sets were yeah they were amazing 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 amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. and I and like clever like you know really clever when she yeah. stands in, I've, I mean this is what something when she stands into the shower and there's no water exactly yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all like, really clever yeah. it is and I also thought all the acting was really good I did think mm. Ryan Gosling was brilliant I thought he was so oh, funny nice. but I do but I thought that it was just like fundamentally so silly the whole mm. thing was so it, I felt like an assault on my senses mm. it was so silly like so there are these they, there are basically it's not a musical but then there are these random moments where Ryan Gosling just has these like grease lightning kind of yeah <laughs> but there are two but of them and they come really sort of like in the final quarter of the film so it's as Charlotte says it's not like it's been this continual musical no. theme of yeah. like people breaking into like, La 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 like Land. yeah it's like none of it and then two of them really close together and then mm. nothing. So but I think... They weren't good either. No, they were terrible. I love a musical. I love some high just camp just drama, a dance routine <laughs> you're not expecting. Yeah. Yeah, what Mama and Nick, Mama yeah. is not. One yeah. of my favourite yeah. films. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. But it was just so soulless. I agree. And I do think oh. like... Like I came up, I don't want to give it away, but the bit that whole bit with all the men on the beach, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, I came. That was the bit that actually really lost me. I was really glazed yeah. over at that point, and I was. We, I went to see it with a big group of girlfriends, and we were talking about it afterwards. And one of my friends was like, "Oh, I think it's symbolic of the way men kind of go to war, and it's all about sure. ego." And, blah. and I was like, "Okay, yes, but if you look at it on a deeper level, yeah. it probably has some meaning behind it." But just the execution felt so over the top. I was just a bit like. Oh, I need yeah. to lie down to like a bit of quiet time. Yeah. You know? that it's, there's just a lot, the whole thing. So that was more. And I actually, I do think that like the angle and the feminism within it, I hear what you're saying about that moment, but in general is such an important story. Agreed. And like, and they get that really right. Like no, mm. I've never seen another film that kind of is so on the nose about like what it's like to be a woman. And so kind of trying to explain it to men as well. Like mm. I, I don't know. 
I didn't go with Ben. I'd love to know what other people. You obviously won't didn't go with toes, no, but I'd love to know. And I and I know online there's been a lot of backlash. Yeah. men saying like, oh, you know, if you want equality, then like you shouldn't be calling it out all the time. But blah, I blah, thought but. they did justice to the Kens. I think that it was sort in what way, of, sorry? as in just like showing their experience and masculinity. Yeah, yeah. As well. I did I too. It was quite balanced totally. in a good way. It was a strong but message I couldn't for get both totally because that's the point of Ryan Gosling's cat Ken yeah. at the end. Mm. That's yeah. his. He can't deal with the masculinity exactly. of it all as well. Mm. So. so I did think I didn't get all this stuff like angry men on Twitter yeah. about I suspect there are men who have regimes and yeah I do yeah. too although I do worry that the message continually gets misconstrued I don't think this is the film's trying to say this mm. but I can understand how people walk away from it saying so basically it's either women on top or men on top mm. and like someone always has to be repressed mm. in order for the other to flourish and of course, like, it might sound idealistic, but what we're working towards is an ideal where that's mm. not the case. But I do think the point of, the point is that that only happens when we go to extremes. So mm. if men just like put, like one, didn't have that kind of toxic masculinity and that patriarchy thing, and if women were just able to kind of rise to prominence a little more, then it would all be mm. fine. Yeah. However, there is a moment, there's, and I feel like I've read about this moment. There's a moment where Margot Robbie is, where, where Barbie has, there's a moment where Barbie Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way. So you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kind of realizes what it's like to be a woman. She's like, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel good enough about any of this, and I'm not pretty, and I don't. And there's a voiceover, mm. which again is supposed Helen to be Mirren. a joke. It's yeah, the voice Helen Mirren does is the narrator, and she said, "This isn't a spoiler, as I say. I'm sure I've seen this clip where she, they go note to the note to the filmmakers, you don't cast Margot Robbie in this role if you're trying to make this point. And it's like, hang on a minute. So you're basically saying that the point of being a woman is it doesn't matter what you look like everyone feels inadequate yeah, yeah. but you're still going to say that Margot Robbie's better looking than anyone else in the yeah, world yeah. Th- therefore making the rest of us feel inadequate I thought imagine? it was really because Margot Robbie's production company Lucky Chap basically did the film hence why she's in the starring mm. role and I mean she doesn't look like Barbie but mm. anyway when I heard that bit, I was sat there and I was like, sorry, she's approved that. Yeah, Margot Robbie has sat in the yeah. edit and looked at that and been like, yeah, bitches. Well, like, I, perhaps it's one, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. It might be one of those things where they had said, like, oh, come on, it's really funny. Just to be again. fair, yeah, yeah. everyone in my cinema, apart from me, who no. did yeah. that bit out loud. I just thought, yeah. hang on, hang on, this is so the exact opposite of the point you're trying to make. Yeah. It shouldn't matter if you look like Margot yeah. Robbie or not. Like, yeah. oh. But this is the problem with feminism mm. as a as a concept it's like it's so easy to tie yourself in knots yeah. with it so yeah. you can have this in the edit and then like two weeks later it's like in the can you can't do anything about it and then you start to think to yourself hang on 
Have I just said that everyone yeah. should look like life is going to be easier if you look like Margot yeah, Robbie? Yeah, you can't make that point about about you know whether you can be happy with the way you are and have any self confidence mm. if you look like Margot Robbie. And again, that does a disservice to everybody who looks yeah. like Margot Robbie yeah. just as much as yeah. those of us who don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and if you don't look like Margot Robbie, like you're ten state yeah. steps exactly. behind. So exactly. <laughs> well, Good luck with fucked. that. Yeah, we exactly. are all um, Anyway, so I mean, it's worth seeing. Yeah, for sure. Because it's the thing that everyone's talking about. I yeah. think. However, I wanted to be part of the zeitgeist. Same. And there were, as we say, I did, there were bits that got really emotional. I was like, this is yeah. amazing, but it just lost me. Yeah. I just think oh, they lose I'm their grip on it. it. Yeah, go see I'm it for sure. Go. Yeah. I'm going to go. go yeah. Go but go it. with like your, you know, analytical head on. Because okay. I, I think I didn't. I think I didn't. I think you I went in expecting like the best film ever. Yeah. And then I was really disappointed. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Let's okay. move on. Uh, on the topic of girls, feminism, kind of. Heather, Center. what have you got for us? I've got, so... I mean, if you're anywhere near TikTok, you'll have seen it, but there's the whole uh, the whole sort of TikTok craze, so to speak, of girls' dinner, which mm-hmm. you even did. We did, on the oh, we did jump on the trend on yeah. Sherlock's, yes. So it sort of came around a few weeks ago, and it was basically, I'm reading a piece now on Bon Appetit magazine, explaining it, uh, but it's the TikTok craze machine's latest creation, girl dinner or snack plates for one. It's basically like a term for like having a plate of bits and bobs for your dinner. It's a term for lazy dinner. Yeah, right? like picky. Yeah, picky. But also, so I've seen lots of like pasta with olive oil, you know, or like you know, like yeah. a really lazy. I see because I keep seeing it more as just like bits and pieces that you don't even have to like heat up at all. Yeah, okay. well, I guess both are lazy. So it's what it's basically a version of. And are they implying the this is only on your own? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. spoiler alert, I do this every night. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. I guess if you live alone, I and live you're alone. A girl, it's Duh. Yeah. Did you have a picky dinner every night? Well, most nights because cooking when you live alone, mm. cooking for yourself is fucking boring. Yeah, cooking for one's hard. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose you're just like, and it's like, but whatever you fancy. That's yeah, so exactly. Nice. Yeah. Which is so nice. But that's that's just called my life. That's not a trend. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should jump on it. <laughs> I am the trend. <laughs> but no, so the trends amassed over, yeah. 212 million views. Oh my God. It's all about embracing low effort over overexertion. There you go. Okay. Who has time after an eight to 10 hour work day to follow a 25 step recipe that requires yeah. 20 ingredients? Oh, I don't know though. I, for me, I think I find cooking like therapeutic yeah, and yeah. de-stress. So I'm very happy even if I get home at half eight to like spend oh, half an you hour. Do really? If you yeah. get home at that time? Yeah, I honestly like that's where I like decompress mm. and I like having like... No, 20 minutes, that is my max. Mine's yeah. more just that I'm, I get so hungry. Like yeah. lunch well, is yeah. at one. And so then if I, then even Not if I'm home, home at 7.30, 30, yeah. I then can't yeah. start spending. Or I, we then tend to snack for half an hour and then I'm <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit, I'm not hungry. Danger like, yeah, 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 it's the snacking. Yeah, mm. shouldn't do it. Impossible. So what kind of things do you make in the week? I don't know, it depends. Like I've been doing like loads of Donna Hay things recently, oh, but Hay. she does like loads of good Asian stuff, like little meatballs, like pork and... Mm, like uh, lemongrass. Exactly. Yummy. And then you just sort of boil them while you do some noodles and chop mm, up some courgette yeah. and then it's kind of done and it's healthy and nice. Mm. But those kind of like a few bits of chopping mm. or pasta. Sardinesca is a good one, which mm-hmm. is like, yeah, tin sardines. Chopped tomatoes, olives, capers, Ooh, with spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, look, I don't know, just something. I guess for me, 
just like a warm meal mm, like that's yeah. what I'm craving mm. in the like evening. a taste sensation yeah not just yeah. like yeah I don't know for me like getting a few bits out the fridge and having them on a plate cold that's like a lunch that's like, like a Sunday night for me yeah so you would I, never do like a picky we talked no, about no I also like can I, I hate the phrase picky bits yeah me too yeah. <laughs> it's gross it's horrid yeah. like yeah. can we stop if people have bits. been using I think it's more it just like, like, yeah. a, like a bitty dinner I understand the concept of picky bits a picky lunch for me is like a is like a summer lunch where yeah. you have like salad and cheese mm, and yeah. meats mm. and bits and bobs mm. and and then you just you know bread and that's yeah that's picky but if it yeah. was just you like if it was just me i would 100 percent eat like that most of the time yeah. yeah especially after work after day in the office not if i've yeah. been at home or if it's the weekend or whatever i just i just yeah. need to be full fast really no, I'm, if i'm on my own am i too poached egg on toast yeah yeah, yeah. breakfast for With dinner but boys, yeah. yeah i don't know about you do you cook for toves every time yeah i oh, know it makes me sound like he's no but i do too and that's crap, but, but I, I do too yeah. and that's what i feel like ruins I don't eat the way I would otherwise eat mm. if I was by myself. Oh, really? But no, not at all. I, James just eats what I want to eat. Yeah, I would so happily have scrambled eggs on toast for dinner and Ben would literally just think I'd lost the plot. Like, he would never... Oh, yeah, me not that, but, like, as in, like, we have to... Like, we have salmon a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When he is, like, give me some Yeah, no, yeah. I did have one time when Toad was like, please, can we not have noodles tonight? We've had it for, like, eight days in a row. I'm like, yeah, different noodles, noodles though. Does that not fuck you off? I would hit no. the roof. I would be like, make it yourself. Ours is a, no. Ben does all the clearing up, yeah, so that's okay. just our dynamic. It's not like yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm there, like, putting the dinner on. I never like to judge other people's situation, mm. but I've just lived alone for way too long. Yeah. I just don't know how I'm ever going to get into a situation now with another bloke where he's like like we're not having that and I'm like yeah we are otherwise you're making dinner <laughs> but they never say it like yeah. toes would say we're not having that he's like yeah he's just yeah, like yeah. Yeah. He's and I'll be like okay yeah no, he, I have yeah started being like what are we having for dinner tonight like you pick and I'll cook because but he does to be fair it's quite equal he goes he and does all the food okay. does all the washing the washing up yeah, yeah, fair enough exactly fair yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. trust me no one no one yeah. needs Ben to be doing the cooking that works for no one he'll if he does I'm like oh get ahead before I get there because he's so precise with everything he'll spend 10 minutes oh my chopping God, a pepper <laughs> it drives me bummy every, every single piece of like potato or yeah. tomato will be the same size as yeah. I'm like you have wasted all your time here. or just um, like really follows the recipe to the yes, yeah. yes. Like, oh, and then we'll go no. and buy he'll go and buy like I don't know like a white mirror or something and I'm like we you did you really didn't need that yeah, one, yeah. You know, he'll spend like 40 pounds on, <laughs> on like exactly so silly um so Harriet what do you eat then like what kind of things you have for dinner um well so my biggest trick i think is i do sometimes have loads of just cold stuff but then if i do feel like particularly in the winter that's not particularly satisfying um i do what i call like the double cook so yeah. i'll make something like salmon yeah and i'll do like three fillets of it mm. and then three lots of sweet potato or yeah, three lots yeah, of yeah. vegetables mm. or whatever roasted up and then it's basically like meal prepping in the week isn't mm, it because yeah. then you just you take half of that for lunch the next day yeah. and then you take the final third I suppose mm, yeah. for the next day or whatever um and that way it sort of stays interesting but it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel mm. every single yeah, night yeah, yeah. so Hodge, you have salmon but what other what do you kind of tend to make a weeknight so I mean honestly we're so boring we have I do actually it is insane mm. this one thing I do you just we, said it was boring no the, yeah. I, just, like, I got found this one new, I've got two new things <laughs> okay I found them on Instagram oh yeah <laughs> I spend a lot of my day looking at Instagram <laughs> for work you like for work so then I'm like oh um oh my god it's so good so you marinate the salmon in like uh garlic chili uh soy sesame oil 
cinnamon curls, chili flakes, and then cauliflower rice, and then you cook the salmon, and you put it in the bowl of the cauliflower rice with like broccolini cooked and edamame beans. And then this sounds absolutely rank. No, 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 it's good. You get this thing called QP mayo. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's the only mayo I do. What is it? Japanese mayonnaise. But it has double the amount of egg yolks in, so it's nice. Really creamy. And then you squiddle it all over and then you get shiratsa and you squiddle oh, that yeah. all oh, over. This sounds insane. And then you put sesame seeds and rock it and then you mix it. So it oh, looks yeah, absolutely really... right. Yeah, no, no, it sounds <laughs> like, it's like a nice, tasty, healthy bowl. Like it's a creamy true. Buddha bowl. Kind of like. yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. best thing. Yeah, and James good. is like, it's the best thing you've ever made. That sounds so yeah. good. Yeah. Where's that recipe from? Tonight? Can I just tell you about something really banging that I made yesterday? Yes. Um, it's because I had, well, pre- Barbie was at six and I was like quite hungry for his lunch. Anyway, so I wanted to make cheese on toast, but I made like the most pissed cheese Toast. Oh, no, I love a cheese okay, so like a big, slab, big slab of sourdough, obviously. Yeah. And then I did, so once it was toasted, I then did salted ricotta, nice. kimchi, oh. layers of cheddar, parmesan grated on top, and oh. then I grated fresh parmesan on top once oh, it was all melted. Wow. The grill. It was... I'm honestly mad. My, yeah. <laughs> my mouth is just like it was honestly stunning. It was like you had the crunch of the kimchi, yeah. but then like the softness of the ricotta, like it was so creamy, and oh then all my the cheese. Was, I was so pleased with myself. Well done. That's Thank amazing. You. Like I would go home and have that for dinner tonight. Yeah. yeah. But then we will not have that for dinner. I get quite okay. obsessed if I found something quite love. I yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. was so good. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That's that. Um, the thing I brought to talk about was the return, according to the Evening Standard, of. They're calling it a bougie burner phone. How Gen Z is bringing back Y2K tech this summer. And it is basically saying that the coolest girls are ditching their smartphones or kind of putting aside their smartphones and also adding a good old-fashioned flip phone to the collection. Uh, They said, uh, what you don't expect as you turn to exit the crowd they're talking about if you were at a festival uh, is someone standing there, music blaring, crowd jostling, completely immersed in a game of Snake on the Nokia 2660. (laughs) But what was a 2660? I I can't picture that. I had an 8310 to start with. Yeah, 3310. Apparently there were a lot of them at Glastonbury. There's a big photo of Sophie at Glastonbury using hers. This was was, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So, Sophie's actually Sophie's 28 so we're not talking about like teenagers here mm. um, and she says I've got O2 on my iPhone and Vodafone on my burner so I'm covered on battery life and separate networks the point is that particularly for festivals yeah. it's just quite helpful to have um, and actually it talked about the Barbie movie in here because it says that um, Alan played by Michael Sarah. well Michael Sarah, sorry who plays Alan <laughs> in the film um, isn't a part of the Barbie crew what's that group because yeah he's not a Kenny yeah he's not a part of it he's not part of the crew in the film or in real life because he has an old flip phone as opposed to a smartphone with WhatsApp on it. Um, so I wanted to know what you guys thought. I mean, I, I, there's half of me that like absolutely loves the idea of completely saying goodbye to an iPhone mm. and just going back to, you can text me if you need me. Yeah. Heaven. Yeah. Heaven, 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 right? Yeah. Heaven. I think you, we don't really, I mean, we use our phones so much for everything. You know, like mm. maps, I, you know, I get out of the tube now and I'm mm, Google Maps yeah. to get, you know, mm-hmm. there's just, we just use it, it's so ingrained. But I, I suppose in a back. way though, then like, I don't, like, obviously there's bad, there are negatives to that, it makes yeah. it less independent, blah, 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 but then there are, like, it would be really annoying to go back to having a phone and then what, like an iPod as well, if you wanted to mm, use it. Yeah. And yeah, how would I get anywhere, like literally anywhere yeah. in the car? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Harriet? Yeah, there are definite advantages. I can see like practical living has been made easy. Mm. At the start of the pandemic, I was in a really good reading kind of pattern. Mm. And then I don't think I read properly. I maybe read like one book 
in the rest of 2020 Gross. and two books in 2021 which is just anyone who knows me like yeah. knows mm. that's not who I am at all and then this year I like very very recently I would say maybe May have got back into it and I've read like seven books mm. in two months which is much more like my normal style yeah. and that's not to say like oh everyone should be reading but um it, what it has taken is for me to like very consciously like put my phone mm. far away mm. because Otherwise, I just sit on the sofa in the evening and just scroll. scroll. Mm. And that is what I think I could really, like, yeah. do it's not without. Good it's not, like, it's not enriching my brain. No. But we all know consuming too much of it is not is good. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. And, the po- you know, those algorithms are designed to keep you addicted and therefore most people do have too yeah. much of it. Heather? Yeah, again, love me a phone. <laughs> but um, it's more, like being contactable all the time and that Mm. maybe that expectation Mm. that you need to be replying to stuff ASAP because everyone knows you've got a phone with you at all times. You you can't underestimate that that is the reason that so many young people now have anxiety right? Mm. But then equally like it's so you can't take some elements of the immediacy of the modern world like next day delivery whatever it might be delivery all the brilliant conveniences that it comes with and then not want others I guess it was interesting mm. what you were saying about the festivals and battery life actually because my I do need a new phone because mine doesn't even last half a day now without it and when I'm not even doing anything totally with it. yeah but then I just bought I've got a battery pack which is which has oh, changed my yeah. life I don't I can't leave the house without yeah that I need to remember to have one with me because yeah. at times I'm on my way back like Crap, yeah you need one in your bag yeah. but also, have you seen the new Samsung advert for the Samsung yes I have it's such a good advert yeah. it's one of the best which ones one I've seen that? in years it's like some kids around a picnic table yeah like a sort of summer camp yeah. type thing and it's yeah. basically like don't look at the phone or else you'll want it so it's almost like a bit of like a horror film oh, thing because wow. if you see the phone yeah. you're like part of, you want samsung instead of yeah. the other sort yeah. of smartphones but it's very cleverly mm. done mm. but um yeah i can see i don't know i can see the flip phones making a comeback just not just admin. For... do you have two different Tech. phone numbers then yeah i guess oh, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah and then keep having them both charged and then what do you do only some people get your flip phone? But no, because you, what you could number. do is you could have a number on your flip phone and you could just use your iPhone for internet connection. Yeah. Because then you could still WhatsApp. You, yeah, I don't yeah. think you actually need a number. Or you, yeah. do need, you do need a number to save, but that's not, you don't have, that doesn't have to be like a number you can yeah, call yeah. or text or anything mm. like that. So yeah. you could just keep that as like your internet phone for when you want to like dip into the immediate yeah. world. Mm. Yeah. That's so funny. And you're yeah. too much admin. Oh, too do, you, do you have any of those like restrictions in place on your iPhone? For the kids. Or for yourself? No, when it's, no, for yourself. Like they're kind of, okay, you've, you know, it's been two hours, get off Instagram. No, I get my weekly screen report and mm. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you're at 13% this week. Oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> I can't bear that. Um, but no, I don't. I just sort of, I ride with it. Just go with it. And yeah. because for certain people, it's so intertwined with their job. Yeah, so yeah, I am on my phone all the time. time. Yeah. Especially Hodge, yeah. yeah. Do you guys put your phone away on holiday? Like, are you yeah. going to just like, yeah. in a drawer? I don't, yeah, I don't no, even reply to messages, as in WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, if I'm on holiday, yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm going to do that. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it is because yeah. you do need a break and like don't look at Instagram or anything no. like that. I know it's tempting to, but I think it's so nice to have a complete like. Mm. Just I don't know. I just feel like how can you really enjoy where you are? Totally. You're somewhere amazing if you're kind of keeping an eye on what's going on the crap news in the UK yeah, or like various other be. things yeah. bubbling away and yeah. like when I'm on holiday I don't post stories no, or anything no, I no. just do it when I get home yeah, yeah. exactly I try to just because then you can't help but engage with friends totally. going oh my of course, god yeah. I yeah yeah so, so it's actually just don't do anything yeah. if, if ultimately so. we all know that being present is the, and like living in the present is the key to like happiness yeah. yeah then there's no argument at all for ever being on your phone no. <laughs> yeah, unless you like absolutely need to be yeah so. 
less yeah. social media for us all. Yeah. Um, this is also saying that digital cameras and camcorders have come back into yes, fashion. Like apparently, Emma Chamberlain and Bella Hadid have used them. I'm down for that. Yeah, I think it's quite fun. You can see yeah. the Lux girls using yeah. those a lot. It's that kind of vintage aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, let's answer some questions. Someone has said this ties in nicely to our girl dinner chat <laughs> hello I'm looking for some recommendations for solo dining in London preferably around either Notting Hill or Kensington flying visit next week for work and would love to find a nice spot for dinner thanks in advance where do you guys stand on going out to eat by yourself I great cool. I love dinner yeah. yeah I love the idea of it but I'm I ooh. I take a book do you do I you take, would, I take a yeah. Kindle do you actually or do you just look at your phone I would just look at my phone yeah, <laughs> yeah. I take a Kindle do you okay yeah, yeah Kindle that's a good idea yeah I think trying to eat and read at the same time is really yeah, hard. Yeah, I even find it scrolling quite scrolling. I've taken hard. a book yeah. and you've kind of got your elbow on trying mm. to eat, and the page keeps yeah. flipping yeah. and it's getting yeah. covered in food. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I take real pleasure in doing that. I don't oh, know what yeah. it makes me feel like a grown up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is obviously some of my own shit, clearly. But yeah, I really like that. I, I think growing up in films and series, very carry, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. To be like, oh, I'll just have a martini at the bar on my own. Exactly. I don't know if I'd go for a drink by myself. Oh, I would Go for yeah. a drink, but it's the eating that. Oh, weird! No, I would definitely out. eat, oh. but I think going because because everyone's got to eat, right? You've got to have supper. Whereas there's a, there's a slight. I would be concerned about a slight air of desperation of going for no. a drink by myself. There's so many times where like I'm somewhere earlier yes. uh, than mm. others, and going into a pub and having a pint and reading a book there yeah. in a cozy corner. Yeah. That is oh, that's, that's interesting. Great. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I don't feel yeah. I think it's quite sexy going for a drink at a bar. Yeah, yeah. before like. I would. I went to Chilton Firehouse. We to meet friends the day, and I was early, which is so and me. And <laughs> and I sat for like forty five minutes at the bar, two glasses of champagne. I do think yeah, that's lives. I, I did my diary. I think if you're sat in the place, this is nuanced. But if you're sat in the place where people are coming to meet you, yes, that's right. But the idea of kind of going out, go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Depends, I suppose. Yeah, it depends where That's you possible. are or if you haven't seen anyone all weekend or something, but then I'd probably just call them. Yeah, and you want to just get out yeah. and vibe yeah. and yeah. see some people. But yeah. eating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, I did see. She's asking for recommendations. So she's asking for recommendations. I mean, I would always pick a bar. Yeah. Mm. But I think there are that. so many great places now that do counter dining. So yeah. I think, did she say Notting Hill? She did, yeah. Because there's Kuro Eatery, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing, sort of. Mediterranean Japanese fusion place mm-hmm. and they've got a countertop I think you could easily yeah, go countertop. there and yeah. not feel self-conscious and totally. have a couple of plates up there yeah. really really yeah. good you could also try um, Dorian has a bar yeah. as well that you can eat at in Notting Hill exactly I think and um, Strikers as well Princess mm-hmm. Royal in yes. Notting Hill as well that's got a really good sort of huge bar bit where mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. order all the bar snacks and some of the main food as well mm-hmm. I think it's bustling and you don't feel yeah. like exposed yeah. so yeah I think you, you that's what you're paranoid busy, about mm-hmm. I've been yeah. to Coney's by myself a couple of times yeah because yeah, it's also quite it's so cheap it's like Coke and a bowl mm-hmm. of pasta it's like 20 pounds like mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a fortune and yeah. you're still in that nice environment yeah and good people watching yeah, yeah really I'm such watching. a star yeah I'll sit here so I can look at everything exactly that's such an interesting question because um, there's been a big debate in the food world this weekend because Alex Dilling at the Cafe Royal have just announced that they're charging single diners double because <gasps> there's only 11 tables in their restaurant and they're like lots of people have just been booking oh, yeah. in as one so we can't then sell oh, the so other cool. things that are only that's doing like half so the amount. Single supplements. Mm. Exactly. Mm. But it's like then 
as a single person you're paying nearly 400 pounds no, I think yeah. that's good. to try this food but that's because so many, you're going so in on your own hotels do it and... oh, I don't know yeah it's true you can't you can't yeah. pay half for a hotel no, room no but this just seems yeah. an, I can understand the benefits to their business and why they've made that decision but that just does seem pretty wild it's to quite me. extreme yeah. I think you must like how is that problem happening genuinely that frequently that you need to put yeah. it into place mm. but maybe it is well maybe. they clearly yeah. feel it is yeah, yeah. yeah. how interesting anyway. um, okay someone has said looking for a way to thank my bridesmaids I've already given jewellery so looking for alternative options with meaning that's nice mm. Hodge have you ever had a nice bridesmaid gift well maybe like a really nice photo from the day mm. of her with the bridesmaids mm-hmm. or one on one with the bridesmaids yeah, that's a nice and then a nice really nice frame yeah that's really nice yeah anything else Harriet I think you can't go wrong at Gigi and Olive. There's so mm-hmm. many lovely, like, little trinkety bits. I know we put, there were some really popular, they got, like, the most clicks on the website of these little sort of um, handkerchief yeah, things. They're um, yeah, they're lovely. Yeah, sweet. happy tears on them. And stuff. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. yeah, um, nice. And you could put, like, a bag together of just, like, little bits mm-hmm. if you just wanted to do something a bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Gigi and Olive is a bit of a one-stop shop. One-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. There's something for everyone on there. Yeah. Anything else? Um, my friend, when I was her bridesmaid, got me some really, really nice glassware. So, like, That's really, nice. really nice Waterford Crystal. Um, just two of them, but, like, yeah, whiskey tumblers. But, That's again, so nice. like, now when I get them out, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, these are from Zoe's wedding. Yeah. So, That's really nice. Really yeah, nice. I think that's quite nice. Something yeah. like that that you yeah. can then remember, remember. and commemorate. Yeah, with. yeah. That's a nice idea. Finally, someone said, how do I grow my self-confidence and stop comparing myself to others? Comparison is the thief of joy, it as is. we all know. But what are your tips? I mean, we, we've talked about social media. Mm, Obviously, mm. it's something that everybody slips into. What are your tips for avoiding the noise, Hodge? I just think, you know, behind all the images, there's a real person. Mm. And everyone has got shit they don't like and would change and swap. And nobody looks in the mirror and thinks, Christ, I look insane. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks, oh, you know, if my nose like that, if my hair wasn't like that. Mm. So I think... Just try and remember that everyone has insecurities mm. and you're not alone. Yeah, good advice. Mm. Heather? I think it takes age and practice, mm. but just you'll find something you like about yourself eventually <laughs> and then just focus on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. focus on the yeah. good things. And it. I think treat yourself like you would your friends as well. I know yeah. people say that a lot, but like you'd never be like, oh, look at this or that, or why are you doing mm. this yeah. or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, you just try and treat yourself a bit more. Be your like, best cheerleader. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. be your best friend. Well, and yeah. they talk about, you know, how many weeks it takes to break a habit or whatever. Yeah. You have to actively practice. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to put in the work, right? You have to mm-hmm. actively practice yeah. the positive messages. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Harriet, yeah. any other advice? I mean, she doesn't say how old she is, but I think in my sort of early to mid-twenties, definitely sort of post-university, I really took stock of my friendship group. Mm. And it sounds quite harsh, but I would not invest time in spending time with people who don't make you feel good about yourself and are constantly, like, out for competition, Mm. basically. Um, That that changed my life quite Mm. considerably, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, if if you don't have to compare yourself to the real life people you interact with, that will inevitably make life easier. Mm, yeah. yeah. And then you can worry about social media later. Yeah, exactly. Lock your phone in your drawer, like we said earlier. <laughs> uh, all right, thanks everyone. Thank you for listening. If you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at sheerlux.com. Don't forget to check out the Sheerlux community or you can look out for our question box on social every week. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.